The ball is rolling for the Orlando Magic. How did it start? Why does it keep building? And what is going on? It doesn't matter. The Magic are winning. It's all good. Everyone's hooping. Let's get into it. It's time for a Christmas Eve edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is December 24th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic win their eighth game in the past nine outings as they come alive in the fourth quarter and put an avalanche, a, a barrage of three-pointers that the Spurs just simply couldn't stop. It is crazy times here in Orlando. We'll get into what's going on and why it just keeps perpetuating itself, keeps set, setting itself up. We'll get to all that coming up here. And just well, but first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I found myself asking this question, especially after uh, Cole Anthony's uh, response to a question from Kobe Price after the game. How does a run start? How does momentum build? How does a team start putting together play after play after play until it just becomes so seamless? Um, that, that That's on the small scale. On the bigger scale, how does a team win a game? How does a team win another game? How does a team keep having the confidence to win games over and over and over and over again? Now, to the teams at the top of the standings, a lot of these questions may feel obvious. I may be asking really basic philosophical questions or basic questions that for a lot of teams just happens. But the Magic are not at that level yet. As well as they're playing, they are not. They haven't proven to us time and time again that they're going to win. This team is this team's winning stretch right now is going to end. And like I said after the Magic lost on Monday to the Atlanta Hawks, I'm interested to see how this team responds and how this team gets it back. Going right now through and uh you know, uh, at least by the schedule, by the records, a relatively easy part of the Magic schedule. They should be winning a lot of games right now. Um from now until the road trip to the West Coast road trip in January, the Magic should win games. And that is going to set up the rest of their season. We'll talk about that later on uh, next week. But right now, I want to ask the question, how does this all start? And more importantly, how does it all build? Because the way things played out in Friday's 133-113 win over the San Antonio Spurs feels exactly like the way things are playing out in the season as a whole. It takes one spark of confidence, one 
bit of momentum, one thing going the right way to lock everything in place, it feels like. Uh, Kobe Price of the Orlando Sentinel, so I assume it's coming out in an article fairly soon, um, asked several of the players, that, that or everyone that came to the podium on, on, on Friday night, what seems to have clicked for this team? What seems to have worked so well for this team? And, and Cole Anthony gave kind of the response of the night, saying, uh, well, you're saying essentially, and I'm paraphrasing here, but trying to be exactly like him, as, as we all are, um, essentially said um, that, you know, when was the first game that we won? The LA the, the game against the Clippers? We went out there, we won that. And then we did it again, and again, and again, and again. The one thing that this team has said, and Paolo Bencaro said this after Wednesday's game, is that there's a different mindset about this group now. They believe they can win. They have the confidence to win. And guess what? They are winning. Over and over and over again. Just like how losing is self-defeating. Feeling like you're going to lose. Not having the faith, the confidence, the belief that you're going to win is how you give up impossible losses. Not having that confidence and that focus of execution is how you find yourself buried in the hole. Right now, this Magic team is full of confidence. Right now, this Magic team completely believes. And right now, this Magic team does whatever it needs to do to win games. I did not... Look, I'm going to be completely honest. I did not think the Magic would ever get to this point this season. I thought, like I've said numerous times, this team is playoff capable. They have playoff talent. And we're in the play-in race. That's like, like We're going to get into that next week a little bit. The Magic are in the play-in race. Let's, let's just... Let's, let's put aside anything else unless there's a long losing streak because the difference isn't that great. But... They're two and a half out of the play-in race at Christmas. That's something. I don't know if it's anything, but it is something. So much to the point that even the Magic's usually straight-list broadcast is talking openly about it. No one is hiding from this, and, and no one wants to run from these expectations. So how did the Magic do it Friday night? Because like against Houston on Wednesday, and, and this is a concern, but like against Houston on Wednesday... The Magic had some good moments, but were largely sloppy for three quarters. Too many turnovers. Uh, inconsistent defensive effort and defensive focus and defensive attention to detail. Every time it felt like they were about to run ahead, they'd go through a run of bad shot selection, bad turnovers, bad defense, bad transition defense, and San Antonio would climb back in. But Orlando always had the poise, and, and things shifted on several occasions. First, the Magic closed every quarter until the fourth quarter when it didn't matter. Um, the Magic closed the first, second, and third quarters on runs. They had a 9-0 run at the end of the second quarter to tie the game at halftime. It was very, very clear that if the Magic put in the focus and the urgency, no offense to San Antonio, the Spurs weren't winning the game. The, only, the Spurs were, were energetic. They played really, really hard. They played really, really well. But if the Magic put their focus in and executed, San Antonio wasn't going to stop them. Orlando shot 60% in the first half and were tied. Like, it's, that's the kind of game it was. So, how did things change? 
Well, first they changed on a momentum-building play. On Paolo Bancaro throwing a lob to Wendell Carter for a dunk. That got the whole building up, the whole Amway Center up. A dunk over, uh, I forget which player it was on the Spurs, but a dunk over a Spurs player. The kind of thing that's very clearly a highlight play. The whole crowd, the whole bench was up. And Orlando took a five-point lead into the fourth quarter. Again, a good, strong finish to the to the quarter is huge. Something very underrated about this game and, and very underrated about this team's poise is they stunk for long stretches, but they closed every quarter strong. And that's that's easy way to build momentum. And in the fourth quarter, finally ran over. Orlando made eight three-pointers in the fourth quarter, tying a franchise record. Four of them came during an 18-3 run that proved completely decisive. Cole Anthony hit a three, then found Mobamba for a three, then found Mobamba for another three. Mobamba had three of those four threes during that run, by the way. And Cole, and, and Cole Anthony was in complete control of that bench group as they just simply dominated the game. A close game, a game that was a five-point game, quickly turned into a runaway. Into the kind of game that if you didn't watch it, you would have thought the Magic dominated from start to finish. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the kind of team the Magic are playing like right now. A team that can play very poorly for long stretches and still come out and win. Still come out and get blowout wins. Everyone contributed, we'll get to the box score here in a minute, but everyone contributed, but it was this run that put the game away. The Magic locked in on defense. They didn't turn the ball over. And yeah, most importantly, they hit some shots. But the feeling of this run taking place, the feeling as things were starting to build and starting to kind of churn and get moving, that's the feeling that this Magic team has right now. The feeling that they are almost inevitable. That you have to guard against this team clicking into place long enough to beat you. This is what, dare I say, a winning team does. This team's momentum is building quickly. This team is extremely confident And it's not just confidence, because confidence can can work against you too, where you take bad shots like the Magic were doing early in the game, but it is confidence that's turned into poise, into a composure of, we can handle this run. We can handle everything you're throwing at us. And we can answer back in a big way. No matter what happens or how this season turns out or whether the Magic make the play-in tournament or not or, or whatever, whatever happens, this is the feeling the Magic need to bottle and recreate. It's going to go away at some point. I- I'm sorry to say, guys. It's, it's, it's a long season. There's a lot of season left. We're almost halfway through the season. Um, but it's a long season. They're still going to integrate Wendell Carter back and Gary Harris back, eventually Jonathan Isaac and Jalen Suggs back. There's still a lot to do and a lot of work to do for this team to reach the level they want to reach. But right now, they are getting a taste of the good life. They're understanding and seeing the work it takes to play at this level, night in and night out. And that's the kind of stuff that is completely invaluable. 
the kind of stuff that this team is going to make feel very normal very, very soon. We're going to go through the box score real fast. This is the Orlando Magic defeat the San Antonio Spurs 133-113. to We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, this holiday season, a quick word from the NHTSA. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you are wrong. Your friends can tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you are not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by the NHTSA. We want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Make sure to check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast every Monday through Friday. The biggest stories around the sports sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Lockdown's take of the day. Lockdown Sports Today available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Uh, like like I've been saying in this podcast, and, and, and I've been trying to convey in this podcast at least, is um, take a step back here. Um, you know, again... I, I, there, there's still some cynical Magic fans out there who are not quite ready to celebrate this, and, and that's fine. I, I, I'm, 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 I understand that skepticism. This team has not delivered a lot, and we still got a long way to go where this team ultimately wants to get. But um, I want to take a step back and and celebrate what's going to become Monday. Um, the way that the Magic have won these last two games, especially, is just a team that takes care of its business. It's not pretty all the time. It comes with some hardship. It comes with some frustration. And, you know, obviously I think the Magic's next goal, the Magic's next step is to bring a 48-minute approach. But, you know, you hear me say this all the time. The Magic were really good at playing 42 out of 48 minutes. I'd say this year they're probably about a 44-minute team. Um, You can win a lot of games doing that still. Uh, And and right now this team is probably, you know, roughly a 45-minute team, I would say, something, something like that. Um, they're doing a lot of really, really good things. And, and the times when they're extremely good are extremely good. So before these kinds of wins become disappointing and become frustrating that the Magic aren't dominating completely and wholly, take a step back and appreciate that this is going to be the re- this is going to be regular. That this is what this team's going to do every single night. Every time they play a team like the Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs might hang around a little bit, but eventually the Magic are going to put away their food. They're going to be done playing with their food. And that that's literally what this felt like because Orlando was able to get whatever it wanted offensively throughout mo- much of this game. And I, and I was watching with, with, with my coworkers as we were getting ready for highlights and getting ready for, for the show that I work on for, for my day job. And like the Magic were up by 6, 7, 8 in the first quarter. And I, and I said, you know, 
the Magic are very clearly better, and it's it's just a matter of when are they going to put their foot down and, and kind of blow this open. And, you know, obviously the longer you let a San Antonio team stay in, the more confident they get, maybe the more doubt creeps in for a young team that hasn't done this. But at the same time, that's exactly what happened, and then Orlando just completely blew the doors open. Um, I, like I said, I did not expect the Magic to be able to have this kind of game at this juncture of the season, or at all this season, um, you know, or, or consistently have these kinds of games at all this season. This this team has, you know, at least during this winning stretch. So we got a lot, a lot of season left, and I can't forget that the first quarter of the season was pretty terrible. Um, this season, this this team is surpassing my expectations, and, and I know I was more the realist, um, but this this team has figured a lot of things out. And again, I'm I'm waiting for the West Coast road trip. Um, if we're going to talk playoffs, if we're going to talk about what this team is capable of doing, we got to re- we're going to reassess everything after the West Coast road trip because that after that trip we'll know exactly where this team stands. We'll have about a month to go before the trade deadline. We will know exactly what this season is ultimately going to be. Um, and so there's 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 obviously a lot to work on, a lot to do before that. Let's go through that box score real fast as the Orlando Magic defeat the San Antonio Spurs 133-113. to 113. Just a really balanced scoring effort from Orlando, but we got to start with Cole Anthony. 23 points, 8 for 10 shooting, 4 for 4 from deep, uh, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Uh, Cole, Cole came alive in the fourth quarter, hit a couple shots to get himself going, but then just became a passing machine. I believe he had 6 assists in the fourth quarter. Was really the catalyst and the driving force of that 18-3 run. Uh, you know, uh, we all we all know that Cole Anthony sees himself as a starter, and and he should. He's young enough that that he should he should view view himself as that. But he's quickly be taken over kind of that Terrence Ross role as the closer. He will be with plenty of closing lineups, and if he has it, the Magic know he's a clutch shooter and, and at least a, a willing defender. I wouldn't say good defender, but a willing defender. Um, they will ride with Cole Anthony as as long as they need to. I mean, he led the team. Uh, he only Franz Wagner played more minutes in this game. Because Cole had it rolling, Cole was in a good rhythm, and again, the, what good teams do is when they find an advantage, they put their thumb down on it. They press that advantage as much as they can. And Cole Anthony, as a bench player, as a bench scorer, is giving this team a huge advantage. He is extremely confident. Um, you, you could, I mean, he's always confident, but you could, you could, the confidence is like dripping off of him like sweat. And you know, he, what I, I'm really impressed with how Cole Anthony's played this year is even when he's not shooting well, he's found ways to contribute. Those assist numbers are up. The efficiency is up this year. Like, he's he's put a lot of things together, and especially now that he's kind of back from that injury, he's really started to play a whole lot better and and, and really put a lot of good things together. Just, it, it was, look, Cole Anthony's the reason the Magic won this game. He got the team into that rhythm. He got the team, he found the, the right guys over and over again. He San Antonio couldn't keep him from getting to the spots he wanted to set others up or to set himself up. Uh, and the Magic just rode that wave all the way in. Just a really, really impressive game from him. Franz Wagner, 21 points, 7 for 15 shooting, 2 for 3 from deep, 5 for 5 from the foul line, 4 assists, plus 36, plus minus, if that means anything. Uh, the, Franz was really good, too. Um, probably a little too uh, fancy with some of his finishes and, and creative with some of his finishes. I'm at the point where I think Franz Wagner is just so creative and so skilled finishing around the basket that he will sometimes... Uh, avoid contact instead of trying to draw fouls. Um, Orlando shoots only 20 free throws in this game, which which is low for them. And and, and you got uh, you're, if you're ever concerned 
about the Magic. If they're not shooting free throws, they're usually going to lose games. So this was a, an outlier on that front. Then again, you know, Magic shoot 57.5% for the game, 17 for 32 from deep. Um, they made they made up for their lack of free throw shooting in this game plenty. Um, Franz, Franz is really good. I, I think he's starting to come back. I still think he's coming back to earth a little bit with his shooting at the, at the rim. But his three-point shot's starting to come back around again. Looked a lot more spry and ready than he did Wednesday night. Um, so, you know, you 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 know exactly what you're getting with with Franz, and, and that's that's great. Paolo Bencaro, 18 points, 10 for 15 shooting, three for six from beyond the arc, one for one from the foul line. That must be a career low. Six rebounds, four assists. Um, Paolo Paolo is definitely becoming a little jump shot happy, um, which he's making them, so that's that's okay. Uh, you know, again, just he couldn't get to the line in this game. I thought San Antonio did a really good job walling him up. Um, he saw two, three bodies at him at all times. And so kind of the next evolution that we're seeing from Paolo over these last few games is his passing. So look, Paolo didn't have the most efficient shooting game, had a few lazy turnovers. He had two turnovers in the game. Um, you know, there, there are definitely some things that are like, okay, you got to tighten some things up, Paolo, but he's also making some rookie mistakes. At the same time, he is continuing to evolve. And, and to me, that's the most impressive thing about Paolo Bancaro is... He has he's come a long way from game one to where he is today, and he's continuing to evolve and get better. Defenses are treating him like an all-star. Like, go back, watch clips on NBA.com's uh, box score uh, scores page, watch his misses, watch his watch his turnovers. Like, go back and watch games. Go back, you know, next game on Tuesday against the Lakers. Although they, they may have LeBron on him, so that might be a little bit different. Um, because LeBron is a decent, is a good defender, a good individual defender. But watch how teams are defending him. Usually when he catches the ball below the free throw line, they're going to send two guys at him. They're going to double him almost immediately. And there's going to be a third guy in the paint. He is getting a ton of attention. And the fact that now he's able to make passes and is passing much more effectively, that's helping That's helping his teammates. And that's ultimately going to help him because then teams are going to have to back off him. And he's going to be able to make moves quicker and, and get to the basket. Um, Look. This kid is really, really impressive. He's doing things that rookies should not be able to do so quickly. Um, you know, we're, we're almost halfway through the season. We're at game 34. He's just been really good. Um, that's 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 the only way I can describe it. Um, Mo, Mo Wagner, 17 points, 6 for 11 shooting, 1 for 3 from deep, 8 rebounds. Just another solid game for Mo Wagner. Really fought uh, on the glass. Um, you know, again, got beat a few times, probably overhelped a few times. I think that's part of the magic scheme. Um, they're certainly happy to have Wendell Carter back. We'll talk about him in a moment. Um, but I, I think that I think that that Moe's still done a fantastic job filling in in that starting center spot. Bull Bull, 14 points, six for eight shooting. Uh, really hot to start the game. Just, you know, again, San Antonio just, you know, kind of didn't know what to do with him. He was able to hit his shots very, very early on. Slowly got less involved in the game. And, and I think the Magic broadcast made a good point. You do have to make a point to keep Bull involved. Um, right now, Bull, you know, as good as he's been, is probably the guy that's going to head out of the starting lineup once this team is fully healthy. I think they still want Bull out there early, and, and he gets a lot of his work in early when there's just this shock of, oh, God, there's a 7'3 guy who's dribbling right at me and can can move past me. And, you know, when he picks the ball up, like, no one's touching it. So he he's he's really, really skilled, and, and, and you don't want to lose any of that. Um, but you do have to find a way to keep him involved and keep him engaged in the game of Bull. Bull had some really good plays in this game. Uh, this was generally a good bull bull game. Um, there were a few times where he lost his man defensively that 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 allowed for some interior passing and paint penetration. Um, so just again, just that general defensive awareness, I think, is still the biggest thing that he has to build on. 
Finishing out the starting lineup, Markel Fultz, 8 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds, so 2 near triple-doubles, 4 steals for Markel as well. Again, just solid. He's This is, this was a Markel Fultz game. It's very good game managing. Um, you know, really good things were happening when he had the ball in his hands. Okay, the two guys coming back. Wendell Carter, 8 points, 4 for 9 shooting, over 5 from deep, so all of his misses were from 3, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, uh, 2 turnovers. Um, I thought Wendell played well. Um, I thought that he, A, his rebounding was really good. It was just, you know, the Spurs had 13 offensive rebounds. They were really active on the glass. When when Wendell Carter came in, a lot of those offensive rebounds stopped. He was going after it with two hands, just making sure he grabbed possession, just doing really, really simple things. Um, yeah, the three-point shooting was there, but I didn't hate his three-point shots. Was able to get into the paint, was, you know, had the, had a nice dribble move for, for an and-one layup. Um, obviously had the big momentum-changing dunk. Just a really solid game for Wendell for first game back. Magic made things easy for him, and I thought he did well. Same deal with Gary Harris. Nine points, four for five shooting. He looked he looked much spryer and much more ready to play, and and, and especially with a shot, much more in rhythm with a shot. Um, you know, he's just going to be solid. It's, it's good to have Gary Harris back in the lineup, and, and good good to have him there. The Orlando Magic, again, shoot 57.5% from floor, 53.1% from beyond the arc. They total 13 fast break points, 52 points in the paint. Uh, they are outscored there. As well as 13 second chance points. They do outscore the Spurs there. They lead by as much as 26 with a 39-24 fourth quarter and 18-3 run. Puts the game away. Orlando has won eight of their last nine games uh, to get to 13-21. and 21. They're still two and a half games out of the final play-in spot. The Orlando Magic defeat the San Antonio Spurs 133-113. to When we come back, we'll wish you all a Merry Christmas and all that good jazz. We'll uh, tell you what's coming up on Locked on Magic next week. But first, it is the unofficial start of the NBA season. I, I don't I don't know how we feel about saying that, but it is Christmas Day, and that means sports is on TV. I, I'm Jewish. I do I do Jewish Christmas movie movie and movie Chinese food and NBA basketball. I'm, I'm sorry, Stan. Like literally, Stan, Stan. I remember Stan Van Gundy when the Magic were playing on Christmas. Joked one year. I think there should be NBA basketball 24 hours a day on Christmas. I think there should be more basketball. And honestly, Stan, I completely agree. Um, but BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis this Christmas Day and really throughout the whole 2023 year. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro basketball to college bowl season to basketball and plenty more. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. I don't want to take too much of your time. I apologize for getting this episode out a little bit later than I wanted to, but uh, I want to echo what Cole Anthony said uh, both after the game on the Bally Sports Florida broadcast as well as in the post game. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever you're celebrating. You're celebrating the cold. I love it when it's cold. Maybe not this cold. I, I, like 50s, like good sweater weather. Um, but whatever you're celebrating, uh, I want to wish you all uh, happy holidays uh, and, and enjoy the, the time with family. Enjoy the time with yourself. Enjoy the time with some basketball. It's all it's it's all good, however you want to, however you want to celebrate the season. Um, we're obviously very, very busy here. On Locked On Magic. Next week, we're going to dive a little bit into the standings, talk a little bit about that play-in race because the Eastern Conference is endlessly fascinating. 
with so many storylines. We're going to hit that on Christmas on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. We'll talk about that on the pod um, probably coming Monday. Obviously, we got the big game against the Los Angeles Lakers. It doesn't matter who's on the Lakers or what the record is. The Lakers is always a big game. The national spotlight will be on Orlando as the Lakers continue their uh, drama-filled season. Uh, and, and it'll be a good test for this team to go up against LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, uh, assuming both play uh, play that day. Um, but uh, but this, this holiday season, I just want to thank you all again for making Locked On Magic part of your day. This isn't part of the ad read that I'll get to later. Um, I, I want to thank you all for listening to, to, to the show, to engaging with us, uh, uh, whether it's on Twitter at OmagicDaily or at R underscore OMD. Uh, in the comments, I do read the comments. Um, I know I shouldn't, but I do. Um, I want to thank you all for listening, and, and I hope you all have a, a fantastic holiday, however you choose to celebrate it, whatever holiday you choose to celebrate this season. Uh, I hope that you all have just a fantastic day uh, and, and take this time to reflect on the year and 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 everything else that you do uh, during the holiday season, um, it is it's been a lot of fun. This this season has been a lot of fun, challenging but a lot of fun. And obviously, we're looking at some very very good things ahead for the Orlando Magic. It's 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 been it's been very very exciting to to, to start this journey and to continue this journey. As it's there's still going to be some bumps in the road, of course, but we're all getting there. So I just want to wish everyone again a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays to whatever holiday you celebrate at this time of year. Let's have a great finish to the 2022 and a great start to 2023 and hopefully a trip to the postseason of some sort. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Shit, you're tuning in him like Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey. All the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter, at omagicdaily. Of course, now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Every Monday through Friday, Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Happy holidays, everyone. I hope you have a fantastic day for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Phil Frost. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.